This is Table Talk with the Greenville House of Prayer, where we set the table for Christian conversations that explore the Scripture, promote prayer, and seek to edify the body of Christ. For more information about Greenville House of Prayer or to contact us, please visit our website at ghopsc.org or connect with us on Facebook at Greenville House of Prayer. Now for today's broadcast. Welcome to another episode of Table Talk with the Greenville House of Prayer. My name is Curtis Carr, here with Dustin Hughes. Happy to be here, Curtis. Glad to be back with you, Dustin. Yes, um, and we, once again, have with us Will Broadus from Reconcile Community Church. Glad to have you back, Will. Yeah, glad to be here. Um, glad you're here, man. You can uh, find, we. Will was with us last week, and he recorded uh, an episode with us Um talking about kind of his story, how he came to know the Lord, how he was called into to ministry with a burden for the gospel. The Lord took him to China, um, and, and now he's back in Greenville where he pastors Reconcile Community Church, which is in the Welcome Community. Um, and so, well, I guess maybe we can jump off just talking about uh, your ministry context. You, know, you mentioned that uh, the community you're in is one of the, the poorest demographics yeah. in, um, in our area, mm-hmm. and you know, I'm sure there's all sorts of difficulties there with planning a church and trying to get mm-hmm. a church off the ground from a yeah. funding standpoint. Uh, yeah. But maybe just talk a little bit about that, and then we'd like to, you know, get into talking about uh, just some of the racial tensions that we're facing mm-hmm. in our country. You mentioned your your church is a diverse church. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're an African American man. You're married to a Caucasian uh, woman, and just talking through the race issue in light of the gospel and what mm-hmm. does that mean for us as Christians, and how do we carry our hearts in a way that honors the Lord uh, in light of that. So maybe first just the ministry uh, context and maybe some mm-hmm. difficulties or opportunities mm-hmm. that you, you see. Sure, sure. I think one of the, the, the key things uh, to understand, and it, a lot of times you can associate uh, under-resourced areas with people who have been hurt. Mm-hmm. And so when people have been hurt, their uh, propensity to trust is low. Mm. And the the you, it takes a long time to gain the trust. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so I think we live in a church culture that really wants quick results. Mm-hmm. We want that dynamic. We thing want boom. Right let's yeah, get it yeah, happening. Yeah. Let's get it happening. Yeah. Um, but and I will say that my time training to be a missionary and as a missionary internationally uh, really shaped my view hmm. of the longevity of ministry. Yeah. You know, when you go to an unreached people group, you expect to be there mm-hmm. for a while. Mm-hmm. And you expect it. If it's going to be a long-term sustainable thing, you expect mm-hmm. it to take a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And so I, that, that was one of the things I noticed off the bat about church planting culture. We're going to plant a church and the church is going to be, you know, balling. Yeah, yeah. In three yeah, years. the difference of expectations yeah, from even the West and, you know, and other parts of the world mm-hmm. is... You know, we're so production oriented here in America. Mm-hmm. We got numbers yeah, and results yeah, and yeah. attendance, giving, yeah. and That's salvation. Right. Attendance, yeah. giving, salvation. Yeah. It is. Exactly. Yeah, and it's and the Lord doesn't always work that way. No, you know what I mean? No, no. Uh, no. And so that's that. My first thing is to adjust my expectations and safeguard my heart from mm-hmm. unhelpful ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. That's good. That's good. And so when and people are so well meaning. They're mm-hmm. like, how's your church doing? Oh, it's good. How many people going? I'm like, don't ask me that. You know? <laughs> but 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 it's well meaning. But it's it's a but it's it it shapes mm-hmm. um, what we view as success. Uh-huh. So my goal. Um, so okay, 
there are three words that I, I would characterize my theology and and um, my stance towards okay. ministry, um, and they are words that don't usually go together, <laughs> but it's reformed, theologically, mm-hmm. charismatic, and missional. Mm-hmm. So I love God's word. I want to exegete the mess out of it. Yeah. I want to parse it, chew on it, and I want people to understand it. And I rejoice in God's sovereignty, his His election, and his power to overcome my messed up nature. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to champion that, and I believe the the height of, of, of explaining the text and communicating the text is so important. And so, so the issue is the big difference between here and overseas as well is I would tell people about the Bible and they'd never heard it. Mm-hmm. I'll tell people about the Bible here and they have a lot of false theology. Yeah, they, they deconstruct. I have to deconstruct a lot. Yeah. 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 So I asked, I, you know, I remember asking one young man, what do you think the gospel is? And this is verbatim what he told me. Well, my pastor told me that the gospel is that you give money and you get to heaven. Wow. And I'm like, what? Yeah. This is mm. like, you talking about Tom Collins table talk. Like, yeah. Martin Luther would have been like, yeah, what are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. So, so like there is a, 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 maybe not a dearth of under, like knowing the name of Jesus, mm-hmm. but understanding the scriptures. Yeah. yeah. And so I want to be robust in that. The charismatic aspect, man, I I, I want to be like Apostle Paul. So Paul, he's, you know, laying hands on people, you know, uh, casting out demons, and he wrote the book of Romans, okay? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, like, there's that. You know, like, so um, he, he, he didn't he didn't have a divorce between okay. those two. Mm-hmm. And so we, we want, we, we want the, we, we believe in the power of the Spirit, man. People, I, when I walk around talking to people, I'm like, yo, can I pray for you? I'm laying hands right now. Yeah. Let's go. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And yeah. I, I want to to believe in the power of the spirit and knowing my my utter inability to affect change without that power. Yeah. 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 And that last piece, missional. When I think about the word missional, I think about Jesus Christ. And he came to accomplish this mission of saving the world. But here's the deal. He never left Judea. Mm-hmm. His mission is spelled incarnational. Mm-hmm. It is in a local context. He had 12 disciples. He was with the same people for a long period of time. Mm-hmm, yeah. And so if we're going to do ministry with people who are hurt, might have misguided notions of what God's word says, and they feel powerless mm-hmm. sometimes because of the, the difficulties of life. Yeah. We want to come in with the truth of God's word. We want to rely on the power of the spirit, and we want to be present. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that long term, I'm here. Um, and, and even to the point where People, when I first got there, people would ask me when I went, like, when are you going to leave? Because hmm. they were so used to people coming over to do ministry. You're in the community. Though, yeah. And right? you, you, know, you, and then I would say, in, I live over there. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's a big point is that you've that is, not only, exactly. you know, you don't only just drive to work to your church for your, you know, your professional yeah. job, but you've implanted yourself, as you said, incarnational. Yeah. You are embodying the gospel as a family as well as. Um, and, you know, one of your staff members has bought a yeah. home there, him and his wife. And we've as had well. many people in our church move to the West Side yeah. because of the church. Yeah, we, I think there's something to owning the community yeah. that you well, live your in. Your kids know their kids. I yeah. mean, they, you, your families know each other, mm-hmm. whole families. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. yeah. 
So reformed, charismatic, and missional. Yeah, if, if you're interested in a there. church that fits one of those or all three of those, you know, reach out to Reconcile Community Church <laughs> right. and the Welcome Community. And, and I would encourage our listeners as well. You know, contact uh, Will and, and the church. Um, you can contact them through their website at reconcilecc.org. Uh, I'm sure he could help you if maybe you've got a heart to reach some of these under-resourced communities in our area. Uh, Will would be a great person to talk to just as far as practical ways to really have an impact. It may not be glamorous, but it it will have long-term uh, results or a long-term goal in mind for the gospel. And so connect with him, or maybe yeah. you should you know, contribute to their church. They're Amen. planted yeah. there. I mean, that's a great way to sow it. Maybe you can't do it, or maybe you don't feel particularly called to, to live there, but you can sow into a ministry that is... Uh, their families have given their life for right. that community, uh, so reach out to them. Um, well, Will, let's talk a little bit about race and yeah. the gospel. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I know you've you've probably had a lot of conversations recently, and, yes. and people inviting <laughs> you onto panels. I mean, it's the hot topic now mm-hmm. with uh, with all that's going on, and 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 maybe rightfully so. Um, you know, maybe just just talk a little bit your heart and your perspective. Uh, where where you are with with all of that i'm sure it's yeah. been difficult to kind of walk the narrow path in the midst of such polarization uh, yeah. in our country but um maybe just you know yeah just share your heart no pointed question really sure, just yeah, uh, yeah, just exactly. to open it up and let's see see where where it goes so a couple of uh, uh and feel free to offend all of our listeners all at right. once if you'd like to <laughs> say what's on your heart oh, that's right. <laughs> well I, uh, okay four years ago we hadn't yet planted the church, mm-hmm. but I thought, man, four years from now is going to be hard if, if, I, if I accomplish the goal mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> of having a, a multicultural church. Like, it's going to get real, real sticky, mm-hmm. and, and it has. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <just be laughs> Once honest. you get over the challenge, yeah. there will be an even bigger challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, right. um, but I, there's a couple of things that shape the way that I, I view these issues. One is the preparation of missions has you steeped an understanding culture different cultures yeah understanding culture yeah and um and even because uh, uh, this is a paradigm that we 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 talked about a lot and this is from a uh, shout out to dr Rowe, north Graham university yeah uh when you're dealing with a culture that's different than yours there are going to be uh some things that are right biblically there's going to be some things that are wrong biblically and there's going to be some things that go in the category of different mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so you think about the the writings about this like Paul's talking about, hey, some of you guys like the Sabbath. Some of you guys don't want to do it. It's cool. Do yeah. do the one you want to do. Yeah. But then there's other issues. It's like, hey, you don't lie. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And so we don't really have a category for different. Mm. We have right or wrong. Mm-hmm. And so if somebody approaches us with a topic that is a different perspective, we don't have the biblical grid to be able to assess it, to go, is this point of view Right, wrong, or, or is it different. is it just different? Yeah, okay. I think that gets into like the nuance kind of thing. You know, there's especially with social media, there's not a whole lot of room for nuance and people making a you know a statement or a meme, and it's like yeah. it's either right or wrong, or yep. you know, hundred percent right, hundred percent wrong. Well, um, there may be a little nuance there, yeah. you know, or maybe mm-hmm. the person didn't quite mean what they what it yeah. sounded like they said. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's helpful. It's you know, there's something that's there's categories. It's it's either true biblically, uh, or it's not true biblically, or it's you know it could just be different in, yeah. in regards to a culture. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think a lot of maybe the race conversation does not just come down to skin color 
necessarily mm-hmm. as culture. much as culture, yeah. culture. right? Yes. And I think that's often overlooked is, mm-hmm. is we, we view people from, you know, just the, what we see, not as much their background, mm-hmm. their upbringing, mm-hmm. their current situation. And, and that takes time to learn culture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It yes. takes time to learn, uh, you know, the relationship that's built. And that's, that's a great point that you made as far as the missional. I mean, I'm sure missionaries, if they do it well, you take you take a lot of time studying the yeah. culture. What are the cultural norms? What are the things that uh, they may be okay in America, but they would be taboo yeah. in another cut? Yeah. What do I stay away from there? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and, and you you do stay away from it in in terms of wanting to love people and build bridges. Exactly. I'm not going to do that yeah. just because I want to build bridge. You know, yeah. um, so so you've got those those three categories. I guess yeah. it, it's kind of what helped. Prepare you. And yeah, and the other thing is, is um, I mean, people think that both you know white and black is a monolithic culture. Yeah, and it's just not. Yeah, hmm, there are right. subcultures within those broader categories. Yeah, hmm. and so again, the nuance piece is very important to understand because if we only have a polarized view people will assume they know what I think because of what I look like mm-hmm. that yeah. they have no idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I might, I might, or I might not. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're in reality. There's not just two ways to think about yeah. a mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. There's a variety. But going back to your point, people are trying to seemingly get their point across in 140 characters or less. Yeah. So instead of trying to dig deep to engage in conversations, it's just a, well, I'm going to make a proclamation yeah. about what I believe and call out, even though you may only be different, you're actually wrong because I have limited, you know, it's just, a, yeah. it's more of a, a polarizing approach to it as opposed to being willing to dig deep into, okay, you may have it, you know, you may have a different skin color than I do, but that doesn't mean that you believe this way and I believe this right. way, period. <clears throat> right. Let's yeah, get yeah. to know each other and right. converse and figure it out. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, so I just want to give you a broad example. Yeah. <clears throat> a, no, lot of, a lot of the conversation is about, let's say, some of these broader conversations about um, police brutality, things like that. It, it, if you boil it down. It is an argument between does a person's individual action control what happens to them or are there external factors, external environmental, whether that be ideological, Mm -hmm. uh, economic, are there external factors that contribute or determine what happens? Hmm. So you have one camp that says it's all environmental. They -hmm. have no responsibility. They, mm-hmm. It's all they're oppressed. They, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Then you have the other category. Pull you your know, bootstraps up. Yeah, yeah just yeah, fix yeah. fix your life. Yeah. Get it together. Get over yeah. it. Yeah, figure that it out. That is an yeah. oversimplification. Yeah. Of the reality of our world. Yeah. We are both sinners and sufferers. Every single one of us. Yeah. 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 We have good. that simultaneous identity. The nature and nurture kind of. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And so when you deal with actual people, you're like. Yeah, you made some bad decisions, but man, you've been wrong too. Mm-hmm. And it, it it just gets it's not as clean. Yeah. And can it be both things? Yes. Can't you both <laughs> can't you both make poor decisions and there have been some bad things that have yes. happened to yeah. you? Like yes. I mean, for most of us, I mean, thankfully we're saved by the gospel of Jesus, yeah. but that's all of our story all of in us. some yeah. way. Yes. Yeah. I carry the weight of my sin. However, there's been situations that have affected my life that were out of my control. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. all live in that place. Yeah, yeah and I think that's why uh a lot of those conversations, one, you mentioned it, Dustin, we need to have relationship to gain a little bit of perspective and get to know the person. But I think also the, that's where the gospel comes into play. Yeah. Like you can't solve 
either of those issues really apart from the gospel, and the gospel speaks to both of those. You know, whether you're, you know, mostly oppressed or whether you've mostly yeah. made bad decisions, Jesus is the answer to both of those, yeah. right? And He can liberate you uh, in your soul regardless of whether you're oppressed, and he can help you be forgiven from your bad mistakes and empower you to make better ones mm-hmm. in the future. So maybe talk a little bit about, you know, how have you been ministering or having conversation? What are some of your go-to points sure. to speak into it from a biblical <clears throat> yeah. gospel yeah. perspective? Sure, yeah. So ironically enough, this the conversation that we are talking about is not a hot-button issue in my neighborhood. Really? Huh. Now, why do you think that is? And Man. Pre- what, what, what's the predominant demographic? Uh, it's actually so. Uh, it's white, black, Hispanic. I okay, mean, so it's diverse. Kind of a divide. It's okay. diverse. Now, I'm not saying it's not an issue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that's not. Not the primary. People are like, people aren't coming up to me like, what do you think about Black Lives Matter? Like, it's, yeah, it's yeah. just not a conversation. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting too. That, like, that how, mu- how much is being <clears throat> amplified versus what's really on people's hearts yeah. day in and day out? Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, that's I an mean, interesting we, conversation. There, there are people who have struggles that are are more in their face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. So ironically, let me. Okay, here's something else to, to understand. Yeah, yeah. So we again see the division as primarily. Um, uh, racial in nature, but in America, in America, there also is a wide divide between economic class. I was say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, yeah. and so we don't talk about that. Yeah. And so, so what's interesting? Like, okay, this might—I don't know—it's going to set somebody, but it's, this is <laughs> here this we is, go. This is, not, this is observational. This, I'm not—I'm not trying to cast a thing. It's <laughs> observational. So, so when when Trump first started running, his base was uh, white folks who were in the lower economic category. That was a lot mm-hmm. of his base, mm-hmm. particularly in like the in the, the mine mid, the mining areas in the Midwest in the as Midwest. well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And and, and so and what's funny is then you have the more upwardly mobile white folks who happen to be liberal mm-hmm. are uh, are mad at those people. They're, yeah. they're 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 talking past each other. And so like what I'm saying is even that's not a monolith. There's mm-hmm. a different there's a difference of of opinion there so i think just adding that to the grid Mm -hmm. of the discussion economic needs to happen Mm -hmm. because it's it's more complex than than black and white absolutely yeah yeah and so being able to then the other thing is is so how do i handle it so we have to be experts at analyzing uh ideologies and thought processes and and putting them against the scripture so yeah, come on, yeah. for, for for okay, so I, let's make some people mad again. But it's gonna make everybody mad, okay? Yeah. Mm. So so one thing, so people are they look at the the Black Lives Matter platform, and there are if you go to their website, there's some obviously there's things that do not convalesce, yeah, right? Yeah. Anti, not aligned with the gospel. Yeah, 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 it's not. We're not. It's not. It's not gospel. Right. Yeah. Some things are very clear, right? And so then they'll be like, well, they have no point. Mm-hmm. Now. Can what 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 the reason that the the phrase has caught on is not because people have read the website. Mm-hmm. It's because there are a group of people who feel like they don't have dignity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they want their dignity to be a form of which from the script. Okay, what do we do from the scriptures? Genesis one says what? Yeah. We were image, all image created God. in God's image. Yeah. Right. So we can take we can look at the worldview, analyze it, and say what is the heart. What is going on? Yeah. And then we can we can at the very we can be clear about what we disagree with, but mm-hmm. we can affirm that which is true. Yeah. I, I give you one other thing. 
this is my makes me mad. One of the interesting things is um, we don't understand how our view of economics shapes our morality. Mm-hmm. So um, we live in a, in a capitalistic society. For the record, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with that. That's yeah. fine. But what that means is that we ascribe morality to economic status. So if we see somebody who, who doesn't have as much money, because our, our ethos is shaped by that, that uh, 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 idea, we assume that it's because they didn't work hard enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And so we, we can affirm what's true, right? We, we can affirm that, hey, the, the idea that, that um, people search, seeking after their, their own good can create a, 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 an economic system in which it benefits the most. But, but then we have to go, hey, wait a minute. Let, let, the people who are, are talking about the, the, the class gap, we can also say, hey, does the scripture have something to say about that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does the yeah. scripture judge people by their economic status? No, no. Mm-hmm. not at That's all. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think a part of that, Will, if you, tell me if you agree with this, is maybe partly self-preservation because if yeah. I, I look at someone else and, and or, or somebody looks at someone else and goes, well, they must be in a situation because they didn't, what did they do wrong or they didn't exactly. work hard enough? And so if I can believe that they've done something wrong, it helps preserve my thinking that I won't ever be in that situation right. as well. Mm-hmm. And so a piece of it, I think also is just, preser- you can walk away feeling better about yourself, which is not gospel either. Yeah. You know, yeah. the, the point I, I think that's a good point. Self. And that, that applies all, I mean, what you're saying is take all of these mentalities and judgments and let's, Let's place them under the scripture yeah. and yeah. see what the examine. scripture says about. Because even on the inverse, I mean, if you know, you could look at someone who has wealth and they got yeah. it because they're you know they're greedy and they don't care about people. Yeah, well, is that always true? Ruler you know, and, let, and, yeah, 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 exactly. So we gotta let's. What I'm I keep hearing is is there's nuance. It's complex, <laughs> you know. We have to wrestle with the scriptures. Let's and then let's weigh it with the, the scripture. Yeah. In I, I think in having conversations and 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 sitting with people who are different than us we get to learn the nuance and learn the complexities and then wrestle through it and it is yeah. it's tough it's yeah. it, i mean there's there's difficulties there's things that are kind of confusing and how's this work it takes work but it's it's worth it and, and we need to engage with it in order to to see the gospel penetrate those those areas you and know, those mindsets. And I know for me it's something I've been convicted with lately is is not that not that news is bad. Social media news six o'clock, seven whenever you watch news is bad. But if my framework isn't primarily shaped by spending time in his word and in and, and with you know in prayer with the Holy Spirit, and then those things are not the things shaping my thinking, then I've I've seen myself kind of get off and you just you hear news and you get all this I mean because we're fed information after quick yeah, and yeah. one after the other you have to be grounded in his word and you have to know the gospel and know what he's saying on a daily basis so that you can and, lay the gospel and that's, over that yeah that's uh we have to guard what's going in our eyes and our ears yeah. you know cuz yeah. that's going to penetrate our heart and out of you know uh, guard your heart with all diligence cuz that's what the issues of life you're going you're going to your perspective is going to be influenced by that and I think a lot I mean I'm sure a lot of people even within the church are more influenced than you know by uh, liberal media or conservative media more than they are with biblical truth right mm-hmm. and Lord help me personally help us to let let the Bible and and the Holy Spirit be the the Amen. greatest influence that that's helping us navigate these Amen. tough times right. um, you know what would will say there's somebody who's you know uh, 
struggling with like their faith right now in this time? I know it's kind of a pivot question, but um, you know, they're maybe they're struggling with church. Maybe some demographics that maybe you minister to regular that just have their walls up. And what what do you normally say to them? And, and what would you maybe say to one of our some of our listeners that may be in that position? Yeah, I think that most of the time uh, when folks uh, struggle with God, they they are really struggling with suffering. Mm. Yeah, that that really is the crux. How it, could this happen to me? Yeah, and, even if yeah. it has, um, it might present um, as an as an intellectual intellectual opposition. Mm-hmm. A lot of time, it is produced by pain, mm-hmm. and um, I'm not going to play like I have all the answers yeah, to yeah. suffering because I don't, but I, I do know this. There is no other faith that has a God that has suffered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There is no other faith that your God can say, I know how you feel. Mm. I know what you have been through. I know what it means to be ostracized, to be uh, lied on, to be beaten, mocked, Now, our God, Jesus Christ, who has went through that, can he not help us in suffering? Mm -hmm. Where else can we go to receive strength in suffering except the one who has been through suffering and has Mm -hmm. risen victorious? Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and that's that's good. And, uh, you know, even that was a, a virtue when you look at the the early church. Paul was like, I want to know the fellowship of his suffering, you know, yeah. and, and the power of his resurrection, of course, you know, we want the power and the breakthrough, but also there's something to uh, entering into knowing the Lord in that place of suffering, because I think it empowers us to be able to relate to people, mm-hmm. you know, and to be able to minister to people. A lot of times our most difficult trials and painful experiences, if once we get through them, can be some of our greatest mm-hmm. testimonies and avenues for for ministry. Um so yeah, that that's uh, it's mm. challenging, you know, to to think about. Well, yeah, I just want I just want to say in the, in the last couple of minutes we have as Will was sharing, um, if you're listening today and 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 that resonated with you and just the the you want someone to understand your suffering, I want to encourage you that Jesus understands your suffering. Yeah, and um, you know, I just want to give a call to if you're listening whenever time this airs. Um, and you happen to find the station, if you want to accept and give your heart to Jesus, you can give your life to the one who knows you, who sees you, who restores your dignity, and who loves you. And so, um, anyway, I just felt like I really yeah, needed to he's, do that. He's, and he's not that. afraid of your suffering. He's yeah. not afraid of the pain that you have or yeah. the hurt. And maybe, you know, the things that you've done that have caused some of the pain. You know, maybe you're responsible for some of the consequences all across the board. He's there, yes. and, and you can pour out your heart to him. Jesus forgives the things you've done, and he forgives the things done to you as yeah. well. And so, he'll heal them. You know? And he'll heal them, yeah. And if you'd like to have that. someone to talk to, reach out to us. You can contact us you know, on our website at ghopsc.org, ghopsc.org. You can find us on Facebook. Send us a message. We'd love to to engage with you on that. I'm sure uh, Pastor Will would yeah, as well. You can call the radio station. They yeah. would love to talk to you about yeah. Jesus. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, ReconcileCC.org. Uh, again, Will Will brought us to Pastor Reconcile Community Church. Thanks for being with us, man. Thanks, we really man. appreciate yeah. who you are, what you're doing in this city, and 
uh, all the way the Lord's using you. And uh, if you're listening, I encourage you to, to reach out. Um, you know, tune in with us next week. Uh, we we pray that you know you would be encouraged and provoked to draw closer to the Lord through these broadcasts. Uh, so you know, as you go throughout your week, you know, turn your heart towards Him. Place uh, your heart by the fire of God's word, the scriptures, and let him impact you and renew your mind through that. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for tuning in to this week's broadcast of Table Talk with the Greenville House of Prayer. We pray you've been encouraged and hope you'll join us next week as we continue to host Christian conversations that explore the scripture, promote prayer, and edify the body of Christ. For more information about Greenville House of Prayer or to contact us, please visit our website at ghopsc.org or connect with us on Facebook at the Greenville House of Prayer.